writing expert, author and life coach. And today I'm so happy to have Nadine Bedil with us. Nadine is a serial entrepreneur, five-time startup award winner, international speaker, author, coach and founder of inspireworks.ch. She lives in Switzerland with her family of three kids. She is also a mentor at Bob Proctor's Proctor Gallagher Institute. In her programs called Thinking into Results, the Money EQ Mastery and soon the Science of Getting Rich Applied, she inspires people who decide to grow. With her loving approach, she helps people to awaken the best in themselves. Welcome, dear Nadine. I'm so excited that you are my guest today. Thank you so much, Esther. I'm super excited to be here. <laughs> so Nadine, I cannot wait to hear your story because you've lost a lot of money, millions of dollars, but that wasn't the end. It was the beginning of your success story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you never know where the roller coaster takes you, but actually you can know if you start to lead it. Perhaps I should start a little earlier in my life. And I can say that the entrepreneurial spirit has always been in me. And even as a child, I always had very good ideas and mm -hmm. not always did my teachers or parents agree that it's a very good idea. <laughs> so I had to become resourceful how to get what I want or how to implement it. And it was kind of fun, a game, and I didn't even understand how it formed my thinking or my, my attitude that if I want, I can. <laughs> Not always I, I reached my goal, but it definitely formed me to become the entrepreneur I'm today. Continuing on that path, I connected a lot of not-for-profit organizations to for-profit activity, which for them it's not profit, it's just how to earn you know, their living so they can even exist as a non-profit organization. And I did that a lot in my student time and I love it. And then, but then I wanted to have my own business. And together with my husband in 2009, we founded our first company that was our own. That was about industrial supplies, screws, chemicals, and you know, not aligned at all with <laughs> what I what I wanted. But I was super excited to have my business, and we started this one because his father, my husband's father, had this business already. So we kind of took it over. After the first excitement to have my own business and uh, set it up and everything, I decided. It was actually in my second maternity leave, I decided that I'm not co continuing with being in that business. And I founded the next one. <laughs> and that was um, a startup called Accessible. That was to bring accessibility information together so people with disabilities can find where what is accessible for them. Now that startup was on one hand super successful, I won five international awards, but on oh. the other hand, I didn't get an investment. That was like, okay, why is that? And so I figure 
that the reason for it was that on many stages where I pitched, I was either pregnant or afterwards with my baby on stage. Mm. And I think and that was around the, the 2013 and 16. And even though it's not so far away, I think just the, the world wasn't ready for that. I'm not sure if it's now, but they never asked me, you know, how are you going to handle it? Because I would have explained it. Mm. <laughs> for me, there was no issue. I already had business with my first child and with the second. I mean... Yeah, I was organized and I I didn't see any issue with that. But anyways, yeah. And in the meantime, also, my husband had two other businesses. And for those then altogether four businesses, we founded a accounting company and business development company and a holding company. So altogether, it was six companies, which wow. was huge <laughs> on the one hand. But, you know, every one of those companies also, beside mine, where I was the CEO, but for all the other companies, there were CEOs. So my husband was kind of managing all the CEOs and so. And then one of those companies had a moment where a client ordered a lot of uh, merchandise, like machines. And in Israel, they still pay with checks, at least at the time. And then they, uh, we got 12 checks. So every month, you know, there's a payment. And the first two checks went smoothly. And then the third and all the others were covered. So this client went with, uh, took all the machines and went away. Like literally he was nowhere, anywhere seen anymore. Hmm. And so that caused a liquidity gap which per se wasn't that bad. It was just about 70,000 shekels, which is about $20,000 or euro. So it would have been definitely doable because asset-wise in the stock and everything we had, we had the, the, the money, but the bank, instead of supporting it and kind of giving us a bridge loan, which would have helped us and them, because in the end of the day, they also lost um, all their investments in us. So anyways, um, this liquidity gap caused a lot of stress for my husband. So we had to start to take in the cash money and pay uh, suppliers directly. And let's say it wasn't a good and nice time. It was doable. So for one and a half year, we kept it up and we could have, you know, gone longer. But the stress just turned into a complete burnout of my mm. husband. And I just knew if this is not going to stop this, I mean, this has to stop. It just has to. And secretly, like my husband has been working always longer hours. He wasn't anymore at home. The last couple of months, like he almost didn't see the kids. So secretly, I was hoping that there was any kind of magic solution where he can be home more and relax and sleep and connect back to the kids who, <laughs> who at the time were like small. They were yeah. three, five, seven, something like this. Yeah, so I didn't really know about the law of attraction so much back then but it just became true i just didn't ask for the burnout or for that we kind of let the companies implode and everything but my husband then was more home connected to the kids had time to relax it wasn't just a nice um circumstance let's say but anyway since he kind of threatened to harm himself so we can get insurance money i was like no way no way no did like full stop right now 
and I'm not so proud of the decision, but I'm very proud of the decision that we just left. We just left there because I knew, know or knew that if my husband is going to stay there, there was a lot of pressure on him. So what now? What next? Let's sell the companies, which then we did, but kind of for a very low price. So it was a no brainer. And some of the CEOs just continued with the business, took it on themselves and continued and other businesses which just closed. And we kind of came with nothing but a couple of suitcases and boxes from Israel here. And my thinking was that we can always earn money again. We can always establish companies again, but we cannot, you know, replace health so fast or replace my husband and father of the kids. So that's a no go. And so that's why we came to Switzerland three years, a bit more than three years ago now. Hmm. That has been such a wise decision because otherwise your husband would have burned completely out or he, he was burned out, right? Yes, absolutely. So when we came here, I just knew that it's now all on me. Uh, I wanted to work 100%. I knew that I have to be there for and with the kids. I mean, that the decision to come to Switzerland was also obviously because my parents live here, so I could have some help there. And yeah, and so because of the burnout, now it's different. Now it's completely okay. But at the time, so my husband was very... Um, noise was was also stressing him and since there are two energetic parents there are three energetic kids so not always it was easy to handle and at the time that was pre-corona so finding a job working 100% and being at home in the afternoons was just a complete like it wasn't possible even though people would write in the ads for the job flexible working hours and remote but always when I asked for it they were like no no that now nah, we not like this and like mm -hmm. like what then you know and I'm a person even now I prefer to be in the afternoon with the kids or to have a relaxed morning and I work in the evenings like my prime time is after they go to sleep so around nine o'clock that's my most creative time <laughs> and I coach them and I really love it so, you know, the employees weren't asking for results. They were asking for certain hours, which I cannot understand. But for me, then it was a certain thing to just open my new business right away. I thought to first earn some money and then open a new business. But anyway, so I opened a business right away, it, which is now Inspireworks. Yeah. It seemed the universe had another plan with you. What was the next step then? First of all, it was, of course, a complete shock for the whole family. Also for the kids, you know, first we had money there and now we don't have money. And or it was also perceived, you know, when I I felt literally I lost it all. But then on the other hand, we arrived here in March and I was, first of all, completely grateful to have, you know, to have to be there with the family. So I was super grateful for my family. And then I was like, okay, so how do I now communicate what we have instead of what we don't have? So that's when I really started to discover gratitude. And the first half a year, my parents were, that was planned, traveling half a year in 
Canada. So we were in, at their apartment and where they live, it's very much in nature. And it was just about to start the spring and so everything was blooming. And I was like, look at the flowers. Wow. And look at the birds. And look at this. And look at. And so the kids were very excited, you know, when you come with an approach like sure. this. So the kids are, are the same. Like, oh, mommy, did you see this flower? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so gratitude for me because got this uh, completely different meaning and then there were things that we couldn't afford money wise but just you know thinking of what exactly do I want mm -hmm. and then we there were so many incidences where we just got what we want without you know with all kinds of coincidences and that's what like this law of attraction really works <laughs> and then I had to start to like I wanted to understand what am I really doing and that's when like the, the first year was where just went by and I started to work and I had some clients. I was I started to work then in my previous expertise as a online business strategist. I called myself funnel flow architect, which is not mm -hmm. so known, but it's really about the funnel strategy, which mm -hmm. at the time and I'm speaking now 2018 mm -hmm. was completely unknown here in Switzerland mm -hmm. and even among the marketers. Um, yeah, and then there was this transition. I, I had a business partner with that and I really love her and she did a wonderful job. But money wise, we didn't have enough for the both of us. So suddenly she got a super opportunity for her to work at a position, very high qualified position in a big, big insurance company. And she was like, oh, they want my work, you know? Mm -hmm. And so she, of course, I, I, I really supported her in taking that job and helped her prepare for the interview and everything. So I'm eternally grateful for this time working with her and who knows um, if there will be continued projects in the future. But anyway, I was then asking universe, what's in there for me now? Like what's next? And the part or the division between the two of us is that I was doing more of the coaching because when we speak about marketing, especially with women entrepreneurs and especially with small and medium businesses or micro businesses. So people, I don't know for what reason, but hesitate to market themselves. And I mean, that's what you have to do as a business owner. So my business expertise was, it's not that you sell a product or service, it's especially if you sell a service. I mean, people buy it because you give the service, right? There, there are so many accountants everywhere. There's so many, I don't know, um, hairdressers everywhere, but they want you because you're special. So let's connect to what makes you so special. And I felt that there is a lot of resistance in being special and in standing out and in being proud and loud and mm. bold about, about the strengths. And yeah, mm. that's what draw me then to look more into personal development. Yes. Uh, Nadine, what helped you yes. the most? What was the book you were reading? Mm -hmm. Looking back, I'm not sure it was one book, but I can definitely answer to that. So in this moment, when I ask, okay, what's in there for me? There was a challenge that I participated. It was a 21 days abundance challenge. I think that's what it's called. And that I did it. And then I was also invited to 
do an uh, open one of my own and that kind of energy wise just opened so many gates and then I read a random post where someone said that she did something or read something with Bob Proctor and I was like okay I'm also going to do that and I think I googled or, or checked out many things at the time and that just resonated and so I signed up for a mini program it's called six minutes for success I was like oh that's nice um, and anyways so then they were inviting me to a paradigm shift event by Bob Proctor and that that was a three days event I was like okay paradigm shift sounds good what is it you know because I really was looking into person I, I, I wanted to understand what happened to and with me because I felt so successful and even if I still didn't have a lot of money in my bank account there were so many successes like within a year or three or two years like one one or two in the first two years i was a speaker i was asked to speak a keynote speak at microsoft event at microsoft switzerland i've been in almost all of the co-working spaces in and around zurich amazing become a speaker in an international yes so many so many things i was like what am i doing i mean so many are struggling to get into this position so I thought you know let me check what it is so I can teach it mm. um, I mean I did teach it always as a as a business teacher but I think it's not about this strategy or that strategy it's more about the energies you bring to it this paradigm shift challenge Bob Proctor was saying you just have to know what you want and then make a decision to get it and I was like ha ha funny i mean i know what i want but i need more money to get it and i need this and i need that and he kind of repeated it all the time you just need to make a decision so when i was on the phone with what they call coaches but basically are salespeople, so i said look i made a decision i want to work with bob proctor and i want to teach his materials and i really love it so but i don't have the money what do i have to what next and he was like well where can you get the money i was like i don't know i mean <laughs> i couldn't here in switzerland it's kind of if you're not if you don't have a bank account for x amount of years you cannot get any credit even if you have i don't know what on your bank account it's just really a matter of years and since i just came back from israel so that was not an option and i was like well, I just have to have a client for this thing before I could even have the money for the down payment. And sure enough, one and a half days later, I had my first client and I was like, OK, <laughs> that works. <laughs> yeah. And so I signed up and I started to really learn everything from Bob Proctor, his, pro his thinking into results program. And I teach it. I remember you asked me actually about the book. So one of the books, let's say two books, one of the books I read first is because he recommended it at the time was The Science of Getting Rich, which so much resonated with me. And that's really about the energies of getting rich, the thinking, how do you have to think and act in order to get rich? And that was so powerful that I immediately said, I have to teach this. This is so good. And that's how I created, let's call it a pilot course of the science of getting rich. And therefore, yes, I'm now redoing it um, that it becomes a real course. So others also can join it. And I'm publishing a book about it with all the exercises inside. So I call it 
The Science of Getting Rich Applied. That's certainly a book to read. Another book to read is You Too Can Be Prosperous. And on my Facebook page, I, or group and profile, I and a fellow consultant, we read every week a piece of it. So that's a very super deep book. And what Bob reads for, for over 60 years now, which is also very recommended, is of course, Think and Grow Rich. Yes. Wonderful. So Nadine, I think it's a difficult question, but what are the three most important things you learned from Bob Proctor? Um, three, well, hmm, yeah, it is a difficult question. So for one of the things is certainly persistence, which is also a chapter in Thinking Grow Rich. So it's really persistence um, to know always the gap there is often a knowing doing gap where you know what you have to do but you're not doing it and figuring out why not and really go to the core of it so you can start doing it and as a coach this is one of my specialties and it's it's always easier for someone outside to just pinpoint and say here is your paradigm a paradigm is a set of beliefs so here are your beliefs about yourself that are actually holding you back so I'm also kind of known to be really direct about it. And so first people are kind of shocked. But on the other hand, then it's like, ah, yeah, that's right. So and then the next thing is how to change the belief, right? So that's what we do there in thinking into results. Okay, so that's one thing. The second thing is about attitude. I didn't really, really, really understand attitude until I understood it. <laughs> so that was a funny sentence. But anyways, attitude is when you align what your conscious mind, your subconscious mind and your actions do and think. So often our conscious mind knows or does one thing or thinks one things but the subconscious has a completely different set of beliefs and again paradigms and only when you can align them which means that you kind of have to reprogram the subconscious or bring the subconscious to a state where it does what you consciously mean so let, let's just put some words to this theoretical concept if i know i want to be rich and I have no money in my bank account and I keep saying affirmations, I am rich, I'm abundant, I'm prosperous and everything, but I don't believe it in my bones. So nothing is going to happen. So the thing I have to bring my subconscious to a state that it does believe that I'm rich, abundant, prosperous, right? And that's where the law of attraction then kicks in. It's the law of attraction works according to your subconscious, according to your emotions and feeling, not according to your conscious. So everyone that is speaking NLP or affirmations that will not work until you get to your subconscious with it. It's nice. It's a good start. It's a good tool, but you have to go one level deeper. And so once you understand how to level up your emotions to really feel and know that you you definitely you, you really profoundly are rich then things come together and the law of attraction starts to work with you i mean law of attraction works all the time for good or for bad mm -hmm. right so that's also how 
we lost the companies because I kind of desired my husband to be at home and with the kids and time to relax. <laughs> so it works all the time. The question is, what kind of emotions are you, what's the picture you have in your mind and what are the emotions you, you give? Is it emotions of fear or doubt or belief and trust? And accordingly, you bring that, more of that into your life. Mm, and how do you get away from fear? Yes, so maybe that would be the fourth thing. The, the third thing is, that you asked me before would be the impression of increase. So let me say some words about the impression mm -hmm. of increase and then about fear. The third thing I really learned from Bob Proctor and the book, The Science of Getting Rich, is the impression of increase, which means that always when you leave people in a conversation or interaction or on a post with a feeling of wow now i know more or now i feel better or now she she gave me some good energies then people will remind this energy to you and that's also the energies you put out to the universe and then it will come back people will come back. So if you kind of want to make a sale, desperate a sale, or you market in a aggressive way, so that's how you will attract that. Mm. And and it's a, it's a feeling of luck, but leaving people with the impression of increase is just, you know, showing what you can do. And then they will feel, yes, I want to work with her or differently, you know? So that I love this concept because it takes away all the, the have to, I must, it's hard, mm. the hustle. It's just leave people with depression of increase and, and the energies will spread and they will remind you and they will come back to you and everything happens in a, in a divine time. Mm. So just trust. So that's good. Can we just go back a little bit? I, I'd like to know yeah. how do you personally... How do you level up yourself every day, every morning, every minute? How do you do it? <laughs> yeah, I wake up with a attitude of gratitude. So the first thing I do, well, it's not the first thing. The first thing I do is actually cuddle with the kids, which is also a lot of love in, in the air. One of the first things I do in the morning is to connect to my goal and to yeah write out my gratitude um, statements and affirmations and just get into the energies of which i want to achieve my goals yeah so i have big visions and i'm very super excited for for what i'm going to build or for what i'm building every day and what will come out of it and I can't say I know the path, but I know the vision, I know where I'm going. And I also know that every day I can do one or more step towards my goal. So I, the first thing is that I stopped stressing myself to do, to have to do a certain amount of things every day because I was always over, like I, if it's humanly possible to do, let's say, six things. So I wrote at least 11 things into my diary so that, you know, I could do more, I could do more. So that's a stress vibration. Mm. So once I reduce to, if I do this and this and this today, I, I'll be very happy. Mm. And, you know, if I then have time more, so of course I can do more, but I wouldn't stress myself anymore about it. Great. 
and yeah let's just every day has has some magic and your job is to find out what it is and it's always like as i said the attitude how you go about things that's how you get the energies for the day Mm. so let's come back to the fear let's tell Mm -hmm. our audience how do we overcome fear yes i just remembered that part of my morning routine is also go for a run and the the reason for this is as i said before i'm a night owl so i feel for me it's kind of hard to get up and get into my energies so i started to run in the morning that will also kind of bring the blood circulation into the into you know up Uh, but also where i live it's such a beautiful nature and then connecting physical activity with gratitude about nature and Mm. everything so that's also something i really love to get good energies for the day so fear our friend to keep us safe so (laughs) or not so friend we have to understand what fear really is so the subconscious mind the job is to keep us safe our subconscious mind has about 80,000 thoughts a day and we cannot possibly give energy to all of them. So our conscious mind will filter out what's relevant for, for the conscious mind. And that's why you know how to make coffee or to brush your teeth without consciously thinking about it, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the, the one thing. The second is that fear and faith are the same thing or the set two sides of the same medal and then you actually choose which one to believe in both are invisible both you can believe in them or not or to believe the story that they tell you or you cannot you know and so faith will believe you stories of fear that cause the emotion of fear and faith will is a story that causes the emotion of hope now the subconscious and why i mentioned that um the job is to keep us safe which will give you the following options fight flight or freeze so with these options abundance and reaching your goal and happiness aren't part of that program yeah and so what we have to do here is to make a conscious decision so the default is fear if you say faith or fear the default is fear That's why an average person has about 70% of the daily thoughts are negative. And that's why people train themselves. What is NLP? What is, you know, meditation and all of that? We really train ourselves to think more positive thoughts, right? So it's a decision to start believe in faith. What What if it was possible? Like, what if it was possible? Mm. And then you can also, when you take inventory of your fear, it's, um, you know, it, 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 it usually um, gets a much less significant meaning. So, for example, what are people, what is the fear? Like, for example, using, uh, losing money or um, losing face, you know, kind of being a, not being ashamed fear of failure to be awkward yes fear of failure so then just ask yourself if i do this step what is the what is the amount of money i could lose in the worst case so then look at your bank account and like is this possible 
right? So, for example, when I just giving now an example, many people are in are are holding back from investing, for example, in stocks or crypto. But I can say, hey, take one hundred dollars or francs or euro, and can can you lose it? Like, what happens to your life if you do not have these one hundred euros anymore? Right. So most people can live with it and, and nothing happens. And I invested 100 Swiss francs into Ethereum uh, in 2018. And they are now somewhere, I think I haven't checked recently, but when I checked recently, it was about 500 francs now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so having had faith, you don't have to, you know, lose it all or put all your money or, you know, so you can make calculated steps. So do those steps towards faith. For example, if you want to open a business, you don't have to right now put all the machines and the money, but you can start with doing the mindset work and doing some test campaigns. Would it really work? And all kinds of things that, you know, I teach as a business coach, it would be a bit um, <laughs> much to explain all the, all the steps, but you can take those steps and, 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 you know, you keep all your money in the meantime. Or you invest some in your mindset, which is anyway good for life, yeah. right? Yeah, and then and then for example, yeah, going live or feel of failure. So just ask yourself, what happens if you fail? So you've tried. I mean, you're a hero. So many people don't even try, <laughs> right? And there is also here in Switzerland, at least, a lot of stigma in failure because, for example, in Israel, which is a startup nation, people fail and then try it again. I mean, it's not even considered a failure. It's just, oh, this didn't work, mm. so let's try the next. Yes. And also, as an entrepreneur, you cannot be afraid of fa failure because there is no such a thing. There is either it works or it's a learning experience so you can m make it work. And that's where persistence comes in again, yeah. right? Yeah, thank you, Nadine. This is so beautifully said. Consciousness, <laughs> awareness, consistency, everything is necessary. So, yes. Nadine, where can people reach you? What's the easiest? Yeah, I'm very active on Facebook in the Mindful Success Achievers um, group because it's really about mindfulness plus success plus achieving. So let's really put this together. For those of you who speak German, there is a new group start launching very soon. It's called Geldbildung. And of course, on my website, inspireworks.ch. Um, but I have so many pages and masterclasses that are not found on the, on the website, but more on Facebook in the groups. I will announce them always in the groups because I'm really about making it interactive. So I love to be live and to have, you know, direct contact with the people. So on the web page, that's kind of more to check out or to download something. And it's all about the interaction and helping people every day in wherever they are right now on the next best step um, they can do. So thank you. And a last word, what, yes. what would we like to give our audience just for today? Just one little thing they can do. Yes. Believe in yourself. Believe in your dreams. Believe that it's possible. In your heart of heart, you know that it's possible and you know you're born for more. So just go for it. Do it. You're definitely worth it and you deserve only the best. Mm. Thank you so much. That was so beautifully said. So Nadine, thank you so much for being here 
and have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for inviting me, Esther. I really appreciate and I love your podcast and everything, all the energies you put out. So thank you so much for that. Thank you, Nadine. Thank you.